0: get into gate this is episode 195 we're talking stargate atlantis (laughs) my name is mitch joining me once again maddie and brendan what's doing boys hello uh look you know we were really keen to get into this whole Mamela thing and that was going to be the most immediate thing that i did after our last podcast and uh blind me down uh Things just got in the way, did they? And uh, would you believe that in the six weeks that it's taken us to punch out a new podcast, I watched this thing an hour ago. So uh, for the very first time. You're busy watching um, the
1: Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial.
0: Yeah, well, in between uh, the breaks, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and uh, it's really taken our attention. If you would actually like to subscribe to our other podcast, where we cover the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard <laughs> trial, uh, which has taken our focus over the last six weeks, I don't really have a creative name for it at the moment, but Speak uh, maybe.
2: For oh yeah, right. <laughs> I couldn't stay far enough away from that bullshit.
0: Uh, well, it's very hard, you know. I work in uh, I work in commercial radio, and so we we're occasionally, you know, and you know also. Some of the memes online were just, you know, so much fun. And we're not here to talk about the whos and the what's and the whys. I'm going to say that, uh, that whole thing, both people have several severe problems, and that whole relationship was, is so messy. Um, was, I'm just, it was spe- juicy. It was juicy. You. We're purely looking like at it. A- It was like a great Law and Order episode. Yeah. Law and Order by way of reality TV. And (laughs) that was what that was. It was like
1: Judge Judy on steroids. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Judge (laughs) Judy celebrity edition. Uh, (laughs) Judge 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 Judy Judy and bolder the Beautiful.
2: Adjudicating that (laughs) would have been fantastic.
0: It's an absolute cluster that whole thing but uh now that it's over we can get back to things that are really important and that's more jason more momoa on more stargate atlantis so uh episode three of season two runner and uh well let's get into the synopsis first before i start getting into it because this is the one obviously i've been building up for for a long time and and wouldn't you just know it that by the time we actually get to it it we go through one of our longest breaks before i actually get to sit down and watch it only to turn it on and see that the episode was written by robert c cooper so what a welcome back to stargate for me but here we go runner season two episode three in the continuing search for the wraith infected four the team encounters rodan dex a fierce warrior who survived a battle with a wraith and has been on the run ever since Ronan reveals that he knows of Ford's whereabouts upon finding Ford, the team quickly realizes that they may never be able to save Ford from what he has become. As I said, written by Robert C. Cooper and directed by Martin Wood. So we got some OG talent on this thing uh, and Robert C. Cooper's on it as well. So it's an important uh, episode for the future of Stargate Atlantis because look, he's on the cover of the, uh, of the DVD here. So we know that he's sticking around and I, I will say as a first timer, I, I mean, obviously didn't go into this episode or even this watch as I was gonna say rewatch, but watch for the first time knowing that um or well, not knowing that he's a he's a mainstay, but uh, it was interesting having that perspective and then watching it as a first timer still. Mm-hmm. It was kind of obvious where things were going to go. Like prior to this, right? He's he's the Hawaii, like what the Baywatch guy. Like yeah, he had he's, done yeah, a Baywatch, lot prior Baywatch to this, Hawaii. right? So when he shows up, maybe he's getting a three-episode arc or something because you kind of recognize him from that other show. He's young, he's good-looking, mm. he's got dreadlocks. But the fact that we um, we get him and within like maybe his second scene, we're getting flashbacks. Um, yeah, that was his
1: first like close-up.
0: First close-up, yeah, there you go, sorry yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah, I reckon the first scene I'm talking about was when you never actually saw him, he was just obviously, he did the stunning, but yeah the yeah. first time we see him, and when we get flashbacks, and we did for like the first three scenes that we see him, and I'm like oh, I reckon you only do that because you know this character is uh, is sticking around, but I think if you're trying to sell this as a new character to a, to an existing audience, it seems like a bit of a weird choice to make um yeah, for someone with just flashback. Yeah, we've just um we've I was thinking just, just met some
1: dart sound effects or something, you know, in his head and yeah. war and uh, yeah. some war shooting you know. Mm. Well like um PTSD style, but yeah. Speaking
2: flashback of flashback was a bit much. Speaking of flashbacks, before we get too far into it, can I cast your minds back to a little something many, many years ago, an episode of a little podcast called Get Into Gate. <laughs> you can oh, cast boy. your minds all the way back to episode. 31 mm-hmm. secrets. Oh, I believe I can. Have a little listen. Now, I do have a new segment I want to introduce that may or may not come back depending on uh, what's what what happens in the following episodes, but I like to call it Across the Universe. That's what I'm going to call that, the opener. Oh, wow. I was like, it cut out, Mitch. <laughs> <laughs> you can fade it
0: out, buddy.
1: What are you
2: doing? So now, this, this will mean nothing to Reese, and it may or may not mean anything to um, Mitch, but this episode aired in about August of 1998, and I was watching some, um, some future episodes of Stargate, and I did some math, and I actually worked out 1998 was the year Satita was invaded by the Wraith, and Ronan was made a runner. Oh, sick. So it's around about now. That um, That's awesome. yeah, that Ronan was made a runner. Whoa, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> the oh,
0: f- outstanding, Maddie. Yeah. <laughs> that <you>. was good. <laughs>
1: Can work on the audio
0: fade out a bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. good, good, from good. That. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. Episode oh, thirty
2: one. Oh my I mean God. That's, that's seven years for Ronan. That's probably seven years for us when we started this logo. well that and that's funny too, because when
0: he said that, he's been on the run for seven years. I was like, holy shit, that's almost as, as long as this show. I wonder what was going on in SG1 at the time when that happened. I didn't know we'd covered this. Like yeah. this is actually yeah. something that featured on our on our very own podcast. That was episode, 160 episodes ago.
2: Episode 31. That was the one where Sharae was giving birth to the harshesis in that little cave. Hiding Jesus. on Abbot. There you go. While um while that reporter was getting run over by Hammond. <laughs> 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 yeah.
0: Jeez, that was the same episode. Holy shit. Um yeah. yeah, well, that I mean a lot's happened to, you know, our people since then. So yeah, that mm. that I, I wasn't aware of because it was weird to Seems the first...
1: excessive, doesn't it? Seven years running from the <laughs> wraith. Like you'd think they get you once. And the thing is they did get him in this episode, but yeah, Ford saved him. Mm. Been... Yeah, yeah yeah it was and like
0: tag you it i wish that i could be on the run and malnourished and and tired as much as uh as as ronan is for seven years and still look like jason Momoa. um <laughs> yeah. that's probably the most unrealistic yeah. thing this entire sci-fi franchise I mean, that's, how we, ever... that's how he
2: that's how he got so cut was just all the running like just yeah. all the cardio yeah. and just you know yeah. calorie deficit the whole oh, time but still managed to maintain his muscle mass so yeah can... yeah
1: Imagine the stamina he could.
0: Oh, well, that's, I was honestly thinking that when he goes, I, you know, that one night I stayed in a village that was next to the gate and had a real meal. And I'm like, okay, so you've been like a scavenger. You've been a bit of a, you know, you've been eating like rats and shit for years. That was, like that was code
1: for eating pussy, Mitch. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I'm like <laughs> you've been on the run. They know where you are all the time. And I'm like, you know, do you ever, and I'm not trying just to go straight to, 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 you know, dirty town here, um, and the podcast, but like, You know he's he's got some needs, right? Like you know, in seven years he wouldn't duck into a cave and have a quick wank. Um, and he's certainly no time for anything else. uh, Or is that exactly what he was doing at that village? So no wonder he's he's eating. He's not eating pussy. That's
2: that's wasted calories, right there. (laughs) (laughs) You know, like
0: no wonder he's he's angry. He's upset. He's depressed. Like he's been hunted. But like you know, he also he's also got a he's got needs.
2: fuck. Yeah, (laughs) he said, Man, I tell
0: you what, you you do not want to be like the caterer or the nurse that walks into that room. Man or woman, you're alone with him and he thinks he's half a chance, you're in for a (laughs) while. Well, a wild 18 <laughs> seconds. Uh, or maybe you know, 18 hours, the stamina that you were talking about. Yeah, um... yeah. Yeah. No
2: matter who you are, you're just flipping on your back and saying, call me Khaleesi. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
0: and if we've got time, moon and stars and everything you yeah, want to get. So... <laughs> Set it to stun,
1: for God's sake. <laughs> call me Mira.
2: <laughs> There's something that in the um, I, guess, I guess in a little way, it's kind of a bit of a spoiler for Mitch, but there's that. There's that <laughs> moment where you see um, Ronan become a runner. Like you see, he's getting fed on by a wraith, and the wraith kind of stops and goes, "Oh," and then decides to make him a runner. We never actually get much of an expansion on that. Like nothing concrete. Like in terms of why they decided. Like all I can surmise is they just sensed how much strength and willpower he had, or something like that, and they're like, yeah. "Oh, okay." this cunt's better off being a runner for fun than like one meal.
0: Yeah, I but did that's... wonder that because I'm like, oh, is this what's going to make him unique to the team is that he's got some kind of immunity to, to them. Like obviously yeah. you can't just give him entire armor against them. He's not Superman walking around, but maybe yeah. he, you know, he can still get shot by them, but the the, the feeding won't actually uh, affect him. That's what's gonna not make that's not the only thing that's gonna make him useful on the team, but it's gonna be an immediate attraction to have him around I guess that studying.
1: and and come you got to compare him to Tilk because he's the new Tilk. Yeah. But um I guess it's the same with Tilk. He couldn't he couldn't be blended with mm. the host with a Gould. Yeah, he's Jafar.
0: Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. It was, it was just definitely something. I remember, you know, when I first saw Ronan the first time, I thought that, oh, there's something there that could lead to finding a way of, like, some kind of immunity against the Wraith feeding process or something or other. Mm. And it was never really addressed. And I was like, okay. Yeah, I assume you know?
1: he's just immune because well.
2: Yeah. I mean, at, at some point, you know, maybe if the show hadn't been sort of canned after five seasons, they might have explored it some more. But then maybe they just never got around to it, you know.
0: So not that I want to spoil anything for myself, but you're talking specifically about why he was chosen. And at that moment they stopped, not the idea of what a runner is or why they do running because no,
2: yeah, just the idea of why yeah. they decided to make Ronan. Like what was it about Ronan that they said, yeah, like, okay, that we can make him a runner.
0: Well, I'll say this now, whether or not it ever gets explained, but I can at least put a deposit down on, I don't really have any thoughts, but I think what I really like is that especially for Robert C. Cooper, he didn't just, tell you through speculation in the dialogue you know like um taylor says why do they do it and he's like
1: i don't know sport training i don't know we fight measure will to
0: survive and i like <laughs> that that he's been on the run for that long he's had time to sit there and consider and think about why they even do this. And I quite like that. Even just to add something else to them. They're not just sort of these one-dimensional, like, we're ugly, oozy, drippy aliens that just feed off other life forms, fear us. It's you know, there's a bit of predator to them if they are if it is training the young that hey, we'll 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 keep a couple of you out there and we'll use you for sport, we'll use you to train up um, our young hunters or something. So I kind of uh, I kind yeah, of yeah, because like when that.
1: did it always Reminded me of AVP when Alien vs Predator when they have the the alien or the predators would like it's a coming of age thing to hunt the alien. So I always just (laughs) associated those two
2: storylines
0: for some Mm. reason. Yeah, I was I I drew a line straight away to yeah. Well, even even
2: comparing it to humans, it's like, well, yes, like we've always said, you know, the wraith view humans as cattle we're food to them so in the same way it's like okay yeah. yeah sure we we breed cattle for 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 sustenance there's also people who who hunt animals for sport it's, mm. you know it's, mm. it's part and parcel you know so yeah i mean who knows what happens to a runner when they get caught like do they come up and then release them again to like keep the hunt going or do, do they actually kill them when they when they get yeah because because so, like by that <laughs>
0: How 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 worth it is, uh, or how worthless do the wraith consider each other? When surely this guy's been on the run for a year, three years, seven years. They just go, you know, he's actually killing way too much of us. Let's send an armada after this guy, blow up the forest that he's hiding in, and then go back to square one with these dud runners that might get one or two laps (laughs) over us. Because surely by this point, he's more trouble than he's worth. Mm. God, like. You God forbid this guy does find allies and shacks up with them, but he might be a little dangerous. He's learned more about us than maybe anyone ever has before, certainly since the ancients. like At least they had shields and defense and stuff, but everyone else, generally speaking, with his capabilities and his technology and what he's got to survive on that's come up against them, is dead in seven minutes, let alone seven years. So he's got to be one of their more formidable enemies in the entire galaxy just by surviving so long
2: yeah and something Mm. i think i was a missed opportunity that you know we can blame cooper for is the fact that well (laughs) you know a year ago there were a lot less wraith awake in the pegasus galaxy it's since we showed up that the wraith have this and there was no mention of of you know of Ronan saying oh there's suddenly so many more wraith or it's getting harder or anything like that and i Mm. I just don't obviously it's not something you really think about but it's you know yeah
1: that's true that's probably why he's able to survive that that long, but I given was, that, yeah, given
2: that more Wraith have been awake since you know about a year ago. Um, it would have been nice to be like, even just a, a like one of the reasons, like, he may have you know joined up with this is because it's just getting harder and harder to become a like to stay alive as a runner because there's so many more Wraith awake in the galaxy hunting him, mm. yeah, or something, you know.
1: I like the um, the part that you said before, Mitch, about him sleeping over and then they just destroyed the whole city. Mm.
2: Yeah, that was a cool moment. Because
1: that's why I always figured. Well, I assume he has wraith immunity, so he's they're just gonna punish him. It's tor- yeah. they're torturing him and using him as sport, mm. so he can't ever have a long term relationship or anything like that.
2: Yeah, because every everywhere he goes, he brings the wraith with him. Eventually, yeah, you know, but there yeah. was even a line he says about he stayed too long. Yeah,
0: and yeah. like that, and whether it's just him on the run for seven years or the added moments like taking shelter in a village for one night allowing yourself that luxury at someone else's charity and then they ended up getting murdered for it that he's carrying around not only the fear and and the fatigue and all that for seven years um but also the guilt of having people die like that around him that that for me it actually makes it more believable that he did for all intents and purposes, jump at their offer to help him. Like if that was just some other random character that was on the run once, you know, and they're like, Hey, we'll help you. And he like, just jumps to help these, these strangers that he otherwise kept kidnapped. i would be like, Uh, eh, well, okay. Yeah. We're going to wrap things up in 16 minutes. I guess you do have to say yes. But the fact that this guy, even though he is sold as being this sort of tough warrior, you know, from another, you know, tribe that he's trying to get back to um, that he did just up and say, yeah, you know, I'm actually sick of this shit. If you could help me, that'd be great. I'm I'm willing actually at this point, I'm willing to sacrifice it. Now I know then he didn't drop his guard down. He didn't take anesthetic and, you know, absolutely took it like a boss, um, getting spinal surgery um, (laughs) without even sitting down uh, just there with bad posture. But yeah, that for me, that actually made it Uh, moments like that with i'm like oh that guilt makes me think that yeah you would do your best to take up the the help that you know maybe you previously seemed like you're a one-man army that you actually wouldn't you know take uh any assistance off anybody so um yeah i think in the limited screen time i think that was the biggest surprise to me was that when we first saw that dead wraith uh, on the ground in the prologue i feel expected when we went up that tree that's Ronan and he's hunting the right yeah. or the right. Uh, I thought that too,
1: him. this I completely forgot Ford was in this episode. Yeah. Until I oh, saw really oh, okay.
0: And so the first 10 I minutes totally of forgot. this 40 minute episode is about Ford. And those so was the synopsis. Yeah. Yeah. And Unlike so much enough. of the build-up and then the dialogue around, there was nothing about this other guy. And so it feels like it was really in a way, it felt like it was kind of mm. shoehorned in what the Ford stuff into Ronan story or Ronan into the Ford story, I don't know, but something felt really shoehorned in. But I think that they did enough with the Ronan side. And obviously they knew they were going to keep him around, but maybe that gives you an excuse that you can do less because you know you're keeping him around um, afterwards. But yeah, and that's probably a big credit to Momoa as well. There's, you know, he doesn't have to say a lot to say a lot. You know, there's a lot of face acting, even just the mm. eyes, where he's got that intensity that it told the of story tilkisms. of Ronan, right? Yeah, a lot of him as far as Stargate goes. Yeah, so I think um, I think he did very well for a first episode, and really, when he's just been the hot guy on on Baywatch, um, to come along and go, hey, you're this lone survivor of of a deceased race sort of thing, and and you've got to tell a lot of pain and seven years of torment. Yeah. in two seconds of staring down a camera go i think he did really really well and
2: they said in the um audio commentary like he landed in vancouver like a day before shooting started he'd been in, in australia shooting something mm. flew in the day before and then just started shooting and the first yeah. scene we see him in was the first scene that he shot yeah no, wow. wow yeah which was pretty cool I yeah this
0: is that first look where Um, Shepard's looking at him and says forward and then he just turns around and stares through his dreadlocks those Momoa eyes and I'm like oh shit okay yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) I know who you will become one day (laughs) and that that stare is like your bread and
2: butter it must be so awkward though like it happens in sci-fi a lot and it must be so awkward like for um, Rainbow to be like acting Against your your replacement, Do you know that was the exact, purposes?
0: almost the exact words I was about to say. <laughs> and not only acting against him, but I'm like at the end they're having a fight one on one, and I'm like, where else ha- would I have ever seen? And we're talking TV, I guess, because movies you don't get this yeah. opportunity very much, where one actor is playing off against the actor that is there to replace him. But we're supposed to believe that, oh, it's anybody's fight here. Who knows who's going to win? I'm like, that has got to be awful for Rainbow. Uh, (laughs) It's like, you've got to fight this guy. You've got to lose. (laughs) <laughs> because we're writing you out of this shit
1: Even though you're juiced up And he's just had back surgery He still kicks your ass
2: Yeah,
0: I,
1: <laughs>
2: But um, to, to Rainbow's credit They talk about it in the um, audio commentary Because there's that, there's that great moment Where like Ford and McKay are catching up And when Ford hears that Shepard's got promoted to Colonel He's like, oh wow, good for him Like he, he yeah. sort of has that moment I've completely forgotten the guy who plays McKay's name Hewitt.
0: Yeah, David, David Hewlett. David
2: Hewlett. He said when Rainbow got to set, Rainbow was like that because Rainbow hadn't been there for a couple of weeks and stuff like that. He was very much, oh, how is everyone catching up with everybody, just all excited, full of enthusiasm despite the fact that, yeah, he's acting against the guy that's replacing him. Oh, like, man. So full credit to Rainbow there for like just being such a class act and just being like, just stoked to be back around people like that he knows and, and hanging out with them and catching up.
1: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but the first line that Ronan had, you're like, oh, this guy's cool. <laughs> like it's like, yeah. and it's like acting wise, so much better.
2: It it's interesting because it's like obviously when we did Rising, you know Taylor was supposed to be the Teal'c, and mm. I think they could she could have been she could have very easily been the Teal'c, but they they took her a very different route. I think if they if they'd done more work with Taylor, we wouldn't have needed Ronan. But, yeah, I agree. Fuck, I'm glad we've got Rola. He's such a cool character. Yeah,
1: yeah. They could have made her more stoic instead of, I don't know, what she is now. She's
2: very regal. Is regal the term? Like, yeah. You know, then again, I mean, Tilk had that about him as well. But yeah, I don't know. She just, oh, I feel like Taylor yeah. was very like primal and and brutal in that first episode. You know, she was. You could. She's very much a warrior. But you don't really see much of that. You see a couple of cool fight scenes. I don't know whether it was all the the, the storyline of of her potentially being a traitor that like they weed through those first five or exep- five or six episodes until we yeah. discovered that it was a necklace and stuff. Like I don't know whether that took away from us being able to see like the cool Taylor stuff.
1: I um, wonder if it's because yet yeah, they had to have her entire village. Like that's a lot of baggage that Tilk didn't have. Tilk was just kind of yeah, like a blank true. slate in those first five Ima- episodes. Yeah, imagine if, um, cool.
2: imagine if everyone on True Luck had ended up coming back to the SGC and living in yeah. base. Like that, that would be that would be a very different deal. And we had
1: to talk about the True Luck people all the time. Like you would yeah. have hated
0: them. Yeah. Imagine that they they bring the show back and we find out that like what are we on level twenty eight? Is it level twenty eight that we're under yeah, the ground? So. Yeah. 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 And uh, we find it at like levels, you know. Seven through sixteen <laughs> are just full of people from Chulak, and it has been that since you know nineteen ninety seven. Yeah, like yeah. they did go back between episodes two and three, like emancipation right after they relocated, like seven villages, and they've yeah. they've never left the base, but they've taken over like ten levels of yeah. the SGC, and we've never ever discussed it.
1: Have I'm we? So have they relocated them now, or are they still in Atlantis? I can't even remember. For me, it's um, like they're still there. They're it's on annoying. the
2: they're on the mainland.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we evacuated. Move?
2: We evacuated them um, with, during the wraith attack, but right. I, it's never directly said. But I assume uh, you do realize that at some point they've come back and we've shipped them back over to the mainland. So they're they're living on the same planet. They should have like, relocated
1: like, them to a different Atlantis. planet. And I think that the whole idea of like she's their leader, so it's like why is she on this team and. Yeah, it was a bit clunky like that. Um,
2: Mitch, I can't believe you brought up Emancipation a second ago. Um, because now you said you watched this episode an hour ago. I watched yes. this episode five and a half weeks ago. <laughs> um, I have a little audio grab here that just says Emancipation and I don't remember what it's from. So let's just mm-hmm. see what it says. Now you guys have been must have been battling. the. We've been battling the rain for effectively 10 years now, haven't you? It's You know what? it's It's Vancouver. You get used to it.
0: I and was watching looks, the first it, season.
2: It honestly looks great. I was watching Emancipation from first oh, season yeah. and rain. Yeah, it just it just starts and raining. horses and rain. And horses. Yeah. yeah. So what I'm taking there is Robert Hewlett watched Emancipation and he loved. it. Uh, David Hewlett watched Emancipation and he loved it. Is that that's canon, right? <laughs> oh, it might be canon. Now just i just
1: it. I did not hear him say he enjoyed <laughs> it, and
2: now I just he said it
1: was it. rain.
0: He got he got out of that episode. It was raining. <laughs> <laughs>
2: But he loved it. He loved the rain.
1: (laughs) He loved the trees and the rain.
2: (laughs) All
0: I'll say is that that episode three, kind of episode three, kind of not whatever, of season one of SG-1, the knife fight in that does pal in comparison to this episode three of season two of Stargate Atlantis. It was a far superior knife fight. Actually, that, that fight at the end, uh, I don't know whether it was the sort of you know born identity uh, you know phase at that particular time. I guess. Oh, well, this was you know, what two thousand and six, I guess. So like you know the frenetic nature of action scenes at the time would have been um, yeah. would have been rife. But I they did a lot to show off how good Rona was, and like mm. Teal'c obviously gets his moments like that too. But he's also brute. For strength, whereas I think with Ronan, it showed it was almost a bit to me. It reminded me a bit Matrix esque, where not that it was
1: especially the sound grand,
0: effect. the sound effects, and also everything was almost it was too choreographed to like within an inch of its life. Where I never felt like Ronan was ever going to hit. Uh, Ford. And I never help, thought Ford was ever going to hit Ronan because they knew where each other's hands were going to meet, and it was there. That's sort of very yeah, matrixy yeah. Um, sort of style. But I like that about it for Ronan. And somehow the way I, I don't know how tall Mavala is. I don't know how tall he is compared to Rainbow Song Franks. But they made Ronan in those shots where they would sort of shoot from behind three four five meters and be looking down over his shoulders over um over forward he looked like he did he looked like the hound from game of thrones he was <laughs> absolute but he looked like a beast he was so mm. big and then you know obviously matched him for, for speed and agility with his fighting it was obviously a pretty handy um knife fighter as well but i think for the delayed like 10 minutes before we ever saw ronan and then for the next 10 minutes i was like I don't doubt Lincoln. I don't doubt Brendan. I don't doubt Maddie. I'm sure Ronan's going to be awesome, but this is not a great episode and it's not a great episode for him. And then that sort of final 20 minutes sold it a bit better for me. And it was probably solely due to the Ronan deck stuff because by that stage Ford was shitting me off so bad about all of his whiny (laughs) bullshit And I get that he's going crazy, but I believed him so much more and liked him so much more as the crazy guy the last time we saw him losing his mind than I did in this episode. Or, yeah, okay. Beforehand, he was just kind of neutral. I knew you guys didn't like him, didn't think they used him very well. He was nothing to me. He was fine, but he didn't do anything special. Here, he just, oh, I I don't know. I think maybe because I was expecting him because he's got a black eye and he's under an alien influence, you know, that I expect him to be a little bit more cliche sort of, maybe low talking and maybe not have like a flange voice or anything crazy, but just a bit more non whiny teenage human boy. And that's kind of what he was. It was almost, you know, Spider-Man three. Mm-hmm. It's like, Oh my God, what's dark Peter going to be like? Oh no. He's just an emo who dances on the side <laughs> of the road. Um, that's kind of what that's this exactly was. What Rainbow was. Yeah. yeah <laughs> he was, he was that. And I expected him to be a bit more. And then in the end I'm like, Oh, Rodney just fucking shoot him. I'm I'm done. I don't want any, yeah. I don't want him to be saved. I want yeah, this too. to be why we need Ronan because McKay finally stood up and went. All right. Of all the shit I put up with, this guy in particular. <laughs> <And> bang! <laughs> I'll put black in your other eye, you dickhead. I'm done.
2: <laughs> um, for the record, Sun Franks is five ten, and Momoa is six five. Holy six shit. five? Are you? Mm-hmm. Is that all hair? What the? Fuck? <laughs> I knew he
0: was big. 5'8", like, eight, did you say? Five ten. F- that's so that's seven inches between those two. <laughs> no wonder he looked massive because he was. But he looked like he still had platforms on, and top of those seven. Oh my god, that's a monster of mm. a man.
1: Are we talking height or in the pants?
0: Obviously, I both. mean, there's
2: that. There's that seven <laughs> inches. <so that's- laughs>
0: Yeah, whenever no one believes he's seven inches, he's like, oh, I keep an extra seven down here, obviously, and more.
2: (laughs) I keep seven spare. No, seven inches around. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. It Talking it, of that knife fight, though, it was good. I just I hated Ronan's actual knife—that weird, like alien knife they gave him, like yeah. with the little blade. Oh, I feel like, like the, the handle was bigger than the blade.
1: Was lightsaber. Oh, yeah, yeah.
2: I was like, no, oh, not not great. You
0: don't know, look like but- it. Looked like a Stanley knife. Looked like a box cutter. Mm. Where like the handle was longer and rounder and thicker than the actual tiny little blade that popped out at the end. I'm like, are you doing surgery
2: or just are you trying to kill penis. that guy? Thank you. Yes. Yeah, I um, thought it was
1: like rhino horn.
2: Yeah. Like stacked. Oh yeah. Had yeah. that look Just like my penis. Um yeah. <laughs> he does he does get some cool like knives and swords though. Like bladed weapons do kind of become his thing. So he does get some cool ones over time.
1: But he still keeps that gun, and that gun is
2: f- oh that gun, the gun. Oh, iconic. So good.
0: The Ronan, like the stun gun. Is yeah. it like is, yeah, it, like, is it red up. blast, orange blast? What is it? It's red. Um, I'm power blind, so you know deficient even it's kind and, um, of mix i think they very forward to he's gonna get yeah. keep, he keeps that little blaster
2: yeah yeah that's his signature weapon and he does the you know the the spin and the you know he does all that oh, yeah all that cool sort of flourish that was cool that, like that
0: felt so unnecessary when he was holding it to what shepherd's face and he's mm, like looking at him playlist. with a gun and then just flips it up and does it again i'm like you know what unnecessary but uh <laughs> i feel it yeah <laughs> it's uh the it's the complete opposite of that of the of the modern you know boba fett where he did the, yeah. the, the spin and drop and then he ended up facing the exact way that he was facing the entire time it was as much of it had the same effect but uh i believed it a little bit more with ronan i'm like yeah, yeah. i felt like you needed to do that in that very moment
2: apparently they they showed him that and he picked it up in about eight seconds and just yeah ronan. Duck, duck to water was just flinging shit around I was I was
0: I mean, probably because they were setting it up that way, but, you know, at the start we get McKay and he's very hesitant about the forward part of, you know, why he was going, where he was going, more in particular about where, because he didn't want to go to that planet. And uh, then not wanting to, whenever the the soldier, whoever he was with, um, was saying, go talk to him, he's your friend, you know, talk him down. And McKay's oh, hello, it's your best friend. And God, we miss you. Come back. Like, had no interest, no emotional connection. (laughs) know what to say. Yeah, it was great. But then uh, at the end where they're actually having a bit of a screaming match and Rodney had a real sort of meaningful uh, chat with him. I'm like, you know what? Yeah, you don't get to do a lot in this episode, but I think um, the moment that you did that one scene where you got something to really... um, bite into uh i thought that was a really nice scene like i i felt that i felt like that mckay was very genuine in what he was saying to Ford there about you know how they all felt about ford and how they felt about him not being there and
2: how much they wanted him to come back and all the help
0: and yeah i, I think i believed every every I word i can't that-
2: believe you just said rodney was with that guy that soldier guy i can't believe you don't remember Lorne, major Lorne.
0: Lorne. It was either that or, um, oh god, what was it? When they said at the start, there were two names. I'm like, I'm gonna remember them, they're not gonna test me, but I'm gonna remember them. And uh, <laughs> oh, the, know, sci- I...
2: the scientist, no, uh, Is
0: the he... other soldier, <laughs> I don't know. Oh,
2: the Lieutenant... longer name, I think the, I feel Lieutenant like there was a in GH H in Lieutenant there,
0: Lieutenant Diane.
1: Um, I, I only wasn't... remembered Lorne. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, yeah, because um, Lorne was in um, Enemy Mine back in SG One, the the planet with all the Unas that they had to negotiate the mining rights to, and all that kind of stuff. Where we brought Shucker in, that was the introduce uh, introduction of Kevin Smith as Major Lorne, and then he does a lot of episodes of Atlantis. He's kind of becomes like mm. a semi regular on Atlantis. He's like, um, because remember that that annoying from the first couple of episodes, the one that always thought. Taylor was like a trader and stuff, whatever that guy's name was. He's kind of gone. I feel like he got shipped out once we got in touch with um, the Daedalus. We got Lawn. And we yeah, got Lawn instead. Lord, Lorne kind of almost becomes Shepard's kind of like number two kind of guy. Yeah, I like him.
1: Mm. He's good. Actually, <clears throat> at the speaking of which, at the start, there there was that guy, the scientist that we were just talking about. He sounded like Tom Green. Did you even? Did you guys notice that?
0: Yeah, I, 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 I didn't. Couldn't put a name to it, but I'm like, God, that voice sounds
1: um, awkwardly. Well, that's what it sort of really sounded clear. like to me. So I yeah, just like, recognize him. He I'll becomes, play it, see if you can hear it.
2: He becomes a recurring character on Amanda Tabbing's next show, Sanctuary. He plays Tesla. Oh, right. He plays Tesla in that. Earth. right here, right now, Major. Oh, yeah. oh wow! Through a greater understanding. ...of the long-term effects of severe ozone depletion on plant life. I <laughs> may not want to admit it, but it's a real danger. He's Canadian, I guess. Sure. I they can't unhear them, it now. Oh, not to worry, Major. Don't think there's much chance any animal could
0: survive long-term effects of exposure to the sunlight on this planet. So not a place to build a summer
2: home? Oh, you and I never really see it to eye, but I learned something. Oh, no, not just how to whack off an elephant. <laughs> I learned to believe in myself. Oh, would you look at that? Now, what is a William Sonia Swartiana doing here?
1: He fingers him.
2: <laughs> Based on what I've heard here today, I am required by law to notify the authorities. You hear that? Major!
0: You're
1: gonna pay! He's a molester. <laughs> He's a child!
2: <laughs> I wasn't expecting that to happen and here I was halfway through that thinking wow someone should do a supercut with that and scenes of his character from Euro Trip uh, sorry Road Trip and then yeah, that eat a good. Mitch just went one step unleash the fury eat a Mitch <laughs> yeah. you think I ever uh, forgot, I forgot that he...
0: character of that line? never that. <laughs> we used to Holy say it all the shit. time Yes, you did. Um, uh, That was at the start there. Those first couple of exchanges, I was looking down at my phone. I have a message I just received and I'm like, oh, it's Tom. Yeah, okay, it's the Tom Green guy. It's the Tom Green guy. And I'm like, hang on. That is Tom Green. Holy (laughs) shit. Like the first couple of exchanges, that was so similar. I didn't even pick up on what you were doing because I wasn't looking (laughs) at the screen. That's incredible. Um, And I'll tell you what, mate, you are batting a 1,000. Because every time you say, oh, I did like that tonight. That was so great. You're like, oh, you know, he, oh, he sounded a little bit like um, like Tom Green. That's just an observation to me and from you. No, no, no. I didn't realize that you were setting us up because you prepared something. So yeah.
2: Bre- Brendan, well done. Brendan does well the great done. the great Thanks, thing of, of not doing what I used to do, where I preface everything by saying I made something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that was my downfall. Was no, I usually make
1: up. it long enough for you to go, all right, where's this going? Oh, yeah, <laughs> nothing's happening, and then drop it in.
2: Uh, yeah. Hey, um he, Freddie I got was...
1: fingered. That was from <laughs> the classic <laughs> movie.
2: Oh, my <molester>. last <laughs> uh, Hey, um, something I thought was interesting is someone mentioned at some 26:30 Atlanta Standard Time. So they're acknowledging ooh. the fact that. Atlantis has more than a 24-hour day.
1: That's cool. I like no, that. That
2: is that is so cool. How did they that. come up
1: with a Gregorian calendar for a planet they've been on for less than a year? Did they? No, that's what I mean. Like, they wouldn't have. But it's just funny.
2: Yeah, it would be, it would be weird because then they'd have to like there would be a, a severe time difference it's like okay so if, if you suddenly say it's i okay, guess so it's twenty six thirty. so there's a, it's at least a 27 or 28 hour day yeah. in atlantis that you would have to factor that in so it's like and then so if it's like for every day that passes you're on atlantis it's like not as many days would pass on earth so it's like you feel like you've been working for six months but it might only be like five months or whatever you've been mm. it would be such a weird feeling
1: the reason I say that is because, yeah, I assumed it was a round number, but I guess it could be 27 hours and 30 minutes in a day.
2: Yeah, true. Mm. Fair call, yeah. DS9 does that as well. It's like a 26-hour day, and they reference it a lot. But it's, I think it's the first one I've picked it up on Atlantis. I was like, oh.
1: Okay. Yeah, I never noticed that. Yeah. They do that uh, solar days in Farscape just to make it kind of Space universal. Yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: they may as well just call it Space Days. Yeah. How how does that how does that work?
1: No one knows, but they say it and you're like, okay, yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I think it's like 30 hours or something. Yeah. So
0: kind of like similar enough to how they describe like when we watch it because we speak English when they go, Oh, do you speak basic? And it just means yeah. Yeah. speaking English because everyone speaks English, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the, okay.
2: The annoying part with fastscape though is they don't have a measurement of minutes or hours they have a microt which is roughly a second mm. so they're like okay we're 600 microts away mm. <laughs> and then you've just got to count to 600 because <laughs> they don't they can't be like they don't have a measurement for a minute or an hour oh no sorry yeah, they right. have an hour it's an arm so they yeah. have they have they have That's seconds right. and they have hours but they don't have a measurement for minutes
0: mm.
2: <laughs> and even like as
0: far as differences go i you know, you, you're saying that I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess wherever they go, like, you know, an hour is an hour and day leads into night, roughly lasts the same as it lasts on every other uh, planet they've ever gone to. But even just this planet, and I guess it played a little bit into the story, but really not much. The fact that they go to this place, yeah, it's got, you know, trees and shrubs and, you know, a forest or whatever, but. Oh otherwise um yeah extreme radiation hot as all shit and it's dangerous to be here you like it's cold at night but during the day a radiation poisoning will get you in a couple of days or something and then it's kind of it's left it's not done like it gave them an angle that oh well it's dangerous to hunt him for too long or we can't be out in the mm-hmm. sun but other than that it didn't really play that big of a part in the story so i like that you know hey we're going to well, except for McKay, but like even that yeah, was played yeah, yeah. up as a bit more
2: of a joke and all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, for the most part, so but, reckless. Yeah, <laughs> I, did, I did enjoy McKay's little throwback to last week, where he's like, "I got really close to a sun last week. Like, yeah, I, I, yeah. I had a lot of radiation.
0: <laughs> I'm scared to <of> procreate." Um That <laughs> I like that they just <laughs> gave this planet, which mm-hmm. is probably a similar area than that they've filmed so many episodes on across the two seasons or two series already. That you know, put a bit of a filter on and go, oh yeah, really hot, really bad radiation. I'm like, good, make this planet different Mm. to every other forest planet we've ever been on. So like a simple little touch like that, I feel, because once they said that at the start, I'm sold for the rest of the episode about how dangerous this planet is and why it is. And that's really all they need. A couple of times a season, just give a certain planet a bit of a different uh, vibe like that mm. and you don't sit there thinking oh yeah it's just outside of vancouver oh that's outside of vancouver oh there's someone else outside of vancouver
2: well, the the filter was actually a necessity because they'd written in the radiation um into the episode and then the entire week they filmed on location it was raining oh so you th- know what i actually
0: wondered that that mercury <sighs> stepped out and and mm. he goes oh it's nighttime and it's raining we're gonna get cold and miserable and they're like well there you go and i uh, and then then they turned back in the next shot and there was a couple of drips. And I was like, for some reason, that honestly struck me as something. I'm like, I wonder whether it was just yeah. raining that day. And they threw that into the script. Yeah. The funny yeah. thing for and me was, was the... when
2: yeah. McKay had
1: his radiation suit on and then it was fogging up and he took yeah. it off. He's like, That's... it's so hot. And then the fog. I was about to say that and you like... could
2: see his breath yeah. and how cold it was.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's a really cool <laughs> effect. Like he's that hot, and he's actually like breathing out steam. The radiation is yeah. having that effect on that him. Look really, <laughs> that looked really, that was really real. Wow. It would have been really fun.
1: nice if, like, Lawn and all that did have bad sunburn at the end.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. That would have been great. like, and he would have been like, "Ha, ah, told
2: you." Something I thought was weird though is when Caldwell was cracking the sads at the end about how we let Ford get away and stuff like that. He threatened something about oh, he's gonna write it up in his report. Why he had do you nothing, write a report? Why would he write a report? <laughs> he had nothing, yeah. he had nothing to do with that entire mission. He was on base the whole time. Why would he write a report? That made no sense to me.
1: Mm. And then I mean, like, like isn't the US blast, Air Force like a parents about? It. Yeah. We don't we don't leave a man behind, or is that just Jack O'Neill? <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: It's At Jack and, and Shepard. Yeah. And it doesn't make, uh, well, uh, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. Because he already, and then he, he brought up the Colonel, um, what's his name again? T- uh, T2. Sumner? Uh, Sumner. Yeah, and, Sumner. And, and I'm like, we already quashed that. Yeah. Like at the end of the, like the first episode. Why are you bringing that up again?
2: Yeah, but that was with the other colonel, not with Caldwell, wasn't it? So yeah, but like,
1: yeah, I know that's what I mean. Like, it's like is, Caldwell's is every, got nothing to do with anything. He shouldn't have yeah, even been in this. Is it's every annoying. single
2: colonel that you know that Shepard runs into? Are they all going to bring up Sumner? Like at this yeah. point, it's like <laughs> we've done it. We've had it. We move yeah. on. Move on. Yeah. Yeah. No, that didn't make any sense. No one even remembers him now.
1: It's literally been a year ago. Yeah. You can't <laughs> watch it on DVD because it's yeah. <laughs> free to air. <laughs>
2: So um, what do you think is going to happen with Ford from this point, Mitch? Do you reckon we'll see him again or do you reckon that's it? <laughs> Part of
0: me, when he did disappear, I was like, and we never
2: saw him again. I <laughs> um, um, so
1: good. I'll show you.
2: And then yeah. he just never comes back. Jumps play. into a beam. Oh,
1: idiot yeah. ran into a dart. Yeah. Shepard's it.
0: oh, no, don't get probed. What? Come back. <laughs> You're so much fun. Um, yeah, I don't know, actually. I don't know what, um, what becomes of him. I feel like. What do you hope? What do you <laughs> well, I think you've made yourself clear from earlier. <laughs> I kind of feel okay to compare it. If we're going to compare, you know, Tail to Teal or Momoa to Teal or whatever, uh, I'm almost looking at Ford now as this show's version of Sharae where Ooh. they get taken or they disappear. We don't see them for a long time. Come back, bang, you gone. Like, Sharae, mm-hmm. come back, you know, and then we have that episode where, yeah, Teal, blaster us i feel like that might be almost where we're going with with this guy where we'll talk about him a lot and you know we might see him more than once but essentially now that we've got like scara and yeah yeah come yeah, back see you later um it's that or we never see him again right? like he doesn't in my i don't i maybe i'm just thinking about it purely from a production standpoint not story but i don't see them getting him in four weeks time fixing him and then he becomes a series semi-regular character in the background working with dr beckett and he's just not good enough and fit enough to be on uh on the main team mm. so yeah mm. yeah i, want yeah, to I can't, I can't
2: remember legit whether they said like they're reducing him to a recurring character or whether they just didn't renew his contract i can't i can't remember what the what the official line was? Yeah,
1: that would suck so bad. You Wouldn't know, it
2: suck being a regular you get casted?
1: Director? You're in a good series. It goes for five years, and you're yeah, just and then some you're way in the through the middle, of
2: just one. being being reduced to a recurring character, that, would, that yeah. would really suck. Yeah. Hopefully, they don't do it too many times on this show.
1: Well, the so thing they, is, they've got the deadless so they can go back and
2: forth. They can true. Do they want true. They can just, just
1: like that other dickhead.
2: Replace them whenever they want.
1: Yep. Recalled back to the SGC. (laughs)
2: Except for Taylor. Yeah. I um, I did see a weird little bit of trivia where someone reckons when the teams are going off world now, they're not wearing their patches, like their shoulder patches, to help hide the fact that Atlantis survived the, like the wraith attack. Right. But didn't they always take their patches off when they went off world? Can't remember. Like, do you mm. remember anyone wearing like they like McKay never wore his Canada patch off world, as far as I remember.
1: Probably like, not. I feel like
2: they always took the little. No, that's the more the
1: city, c- like the city uniform. He wears the Canada patch.
2: Yeah, but that's that's that same jacket. He just puts a. They all just put a vest over that. They just zip those up and put it. Yeah, it's the exact same costume. They just put one of those tactical vests over the top and take the take the patches off.
1: I feel like SG One always wore them.
2: They did, yeah. SG One, SG One definitely did when they when they went off world. They would wear their um, their. If it was
1: like a tactical mission, they wouldn't. I think they're all when they were always in black and shit.
2: But I'm yeah, I'm just trying to think back on like season one of Atlantis, and I'm like, I don't, I don't think they've ever worn patches off world but maybe someone should do a rewatch podcast and, and figure that out <laughs> see Reason like the which... one that
1: lawn wears is not I'm thinking about the one that lawn wears in this episode cuz well, he doesn't just... have his patches and it's not the
2: no that's what i mean though prior to this episode have they been wearing cuz obviously post the siege like this oh, bit, of, I see what this you bit mean. of this bit of trivia saying post the siege no one from Atlantis is wearing their patches so in case because
1: that's not the re- that's not the city uniform that that they wear. It's more like beige, and it's got the blue color. Whereas this is like no, a-
2: no, he's military. He he's wearing the black version. He's wearing the same version that um, uh, Shepard would wear.
1: Right. So Shepard wears that. that. Yeah,
2: that's the same. That's the same uniform, just zipped up with a vest over the top. Yeah. Okay. Yeah.
1: But doesn't McKay wear the? Oh, where is he it? he wears he, normally, he was the scientist one right
2: yeah he's the one that they changed i think they really they realized early on with that it's like he was wearing beige with blue and beckett was wearing like beige with yellow and they realized oh that's that doesn't make sense to wear those bright colors off world yeah so that so they would change but the black like shepherd uniform and then the red slash weir uniform that those are gray jackets that they would just wear those off world so the scientist
1: guy in the first scene's wearing the gray with the blue.
2: Oh, yeah, is it like the beigey blue there, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's interesting.
2: And yeah, I just I just saw a screenshot from the last shot of um underground, you know, when the when we double cross the Janai and the two the two yeah. jumpers decloak, and yeah, um Ford and Shepard and McKay aren't wearing their their patches, they're just wearing the uniform. So you yeah, know, that was a... That was a bullshit bit of trivia debunked. What are we? What's that? What was um, that? Mythbusters. 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 Yeah. Myth debunked. Busted. Busted. That's it. Cool. Cool. Well, that's it. Uh, the only other thing I had was uh, a little point of interest is the the cave that Ronan was in it was just a redress of the Avalon cave from SG one with all the oh really yeah with all the gold and the all that kind of shit and the um oh that's cool.
1: Because it yeah, reminded well, me more of the Thor's chariot
2: mm. one. Yeah, that in cool there. that cool inside-outside kind of effect. Mm. Whereas, obviously, Avalon, it was all inside the giant Underground. Hill. Well, welcome to it, Mitchell. You've, you've now been initiated into Momoa time.
0: Thank you. It was kind of like I was trying to spread the love before I even hit play because I said to Sarah, oh, we're uh, we're going to record tonight. And uh, she said, oh, well, you can go off and do that now. And I'm like, oh, I should, no, I've got to. Watch the episode first when I had six weeks. Anyway, um, and and then like that's when the conversation's done. Like I've got to go watch the episode, and then I'm going to go record. But part of me wanted to like tell her why I have to record, why I have to in particular watch this episode more than anyone else because I'm the first timer, and well, you know, just yeah. Anyway, the guys really, really, like, really wanted me to watch this one. Um, like I have to watch it because um, it's uh, it's where Jason Momoa joins the cast, and um. Yeah, it's not a big deal. It's and also just, the premise of the show. Like you have to watch the episode. Well, and then, and I mean, then I mean, sure, it. but like she knows that, but I was just like, I wonder whether just saying that, not that she's got like some kind of major crush on Jason Momoa or anything, but I'm just like, surely that's, that piques interests a little bit. Like this guy who's a, you know, a fairly, you know, big enough star these days <laughs> that, you know, he was joining, not at the start, but like in the middle of a run of Stargate, 15 years ago he was part of the cast it's like oh i never knew that was that a bit of trivia and then for like you know 20 minutes she sat down and um and watched it and i don't know that she was watching watching but at yeah. some stage sort of like yeah but- it caught her eye was like is that who i and then it cut away from him and i'm like oh yeah that's uh that's mm-hmm. him and that's what's going to keep me busy for uh
2: for the next little while yeah is uh is more of him i feel like i feel like someone like your wife who has like a crush on like cillian murphy's probably not going to be into a mamoa like... no
0: you'd be surprised
2: <laughs> yeah
0: cheap yeah.
1: stick muscles
0: yeah <laughs> yeah well, we so it doesn't matter until, uh, so... until it does yeah that's true yeah yeah i really ruined her for that didn't i <laughs> um, like like it or well you gotta like it there's no other option yeah. i'm so sorry yeah.
2: did you end up uh recording any of your reactions
0: no in the end i didn't and and honestly that's what stopped me from watching it i want to say three or four times was i'm not going to be able to set up a camera and record my my reaction here so i, I want i can't do it today i don't want to do it today because i can't mm. record and then i got to tonight and i'm like there's no i know there's just no way that i'm going to be able to do this and you know also i said at work today i was waiting for some other stuff to um to to copy out of my computer and i had about 10 or 15 minutes and i had four or five tabs open uh, on my laptop and it was all movie trailers from the last two two and a half weeks oh, that I haven't watched that's not
2: yet. what my tabs are when I've got my no they're, no
0: they're not no they're not and so I sat there and I watched all these trailers back to back for the first time and I liked a lot of them. I don't react you know like I, I do I kind of enjoy sometimes watching these you know, trailer reactions. And I'm like, also, if I made that much noise and talked that much through by myself, let alone with two other people in the room, the first time that I'm watching the trailer for, uh, I don't know, uh, insert big movie that I'm interested in, yeah. that would really shit. Yeah, me. that one. Like I really need to like be immersed. I need to take that in, right? I can't sit there and you have to talk act.
1: Right it's it. all stage.
0: All it those is characters. all staged. That's what that's what shits me. Like you know, hey, um,
2: is, didn't Hammond say it back in Heroes? He says cameras change what they record just by being there.
0: Yeah. yeah, and I I legitimately I did try at one point. I forget. Um, actually, I think it was the first proper trailer for Spider Man No Way Home, and I set it up and filmed my reaction and then I watched it back because I was going to do something with it. And Obviously, I remember getting the geek. I do <laughs> it's like, it. it is, it's just you like frowning. It is. It's like frowning then half. me, it's like, whoa, and then like some laughing and stuff and I'm like, this is boring shit and this is a real reaction. <laughs> like, you're yeah. all right. It's so staged. At least people that was like, oh, what? Oh my god! Can you believe they just did that? Oh my god! What does this even mean? I'm like, you are talking over all of the dialogue. What is your problem? You're you're ruining it for yourself. You're ruining it for other people. So yeah, it's all bullshit. And if you're going to do it for real, don't even bother because it's boring. So it um, mm. is no. That's what I mean. Like for.
1: Lincoln would be a good reactor for those type of things because he's, he's he
0: so has animated. a physical
1: reaction. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And but also, like,
1: I'm in I'm in the cinema yeah. with my jaw open. He's yeah. like squeezing. Yeah. yeah, dicks. I you know, I, like-
2: I sat I sat in between <laughs> Lincoln and Mitch for for Spider Man, um, uh, No Way Home, and when he was over, like grabbing my leg and grabbing my arm, he was reaching <laughs> over me to grab Mitchell's. arm <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> At a certain point.
0: But I will say, in and not so even good, like, I don't even need to say in his defense because no one's attacking him with that. But like, he is the exception to the rule of what I was just saying that anyone who overreacts like that in those sort of trailer videos and people that do that uh, are faking it because they're, or if it's real, then they're ruining the experience. Lincoln is the Mm. exception to that rule. He will act animated and I saw a movie with him last week. So animated, vocal, physical, but not at the expense of the moment and I love that because we'll watch something together for the first time and I never feel like I'm missing out on anything even though he's like leaning across and like whacking <laughs> me on the chest or like pulling my head in and sort of like yeah. rubbing his hand over my scalp or you know squeezing my leg or something I never feel like I miss out on a moment so um, he did actually call in the middle of me watching this episode tonight and it's Thursday night right now Matty Thursday night football's on and so that Link yes. naturally assumes that I'm watching footy so he said hey I've just dropped the misses off at home um what's the score who's winning and i'm like oh i don't know uh and he's called me up 10 times in the last two weeks to ask me what's going on on the footy uh and i'm always watching it. it doesn't matter what day what time uh if there's a game on i've been watching whenever he calls and so i surprised him by saying no i'm not watching the footy he goes, Oh, what are you what are you watching? And I said, Good. I'm watching a little bit of Storgate and my God did that perk. You know, I felt him yeah. lift <laughs> off his seat while he was driving. Yeah, that's that's the one thing call.
2: that he would allow
0: you to watch. Yeah, and he, yeah. oh boy, did he allow? And he goes, Oh, what do you, you, what is it? What is it? And I oh, It's actually my one. And he's like, Oh shit. No, you are not up to that. And I'm like, yeah, man. And he goes, I said, we're recording later. He goes, Oh you shit. um, Oh, you're doing that. You know, it's not. I said, yeah, do you want to to join in? If you're going to be home in time, do you want to join in? And uh, I don't think he had time, but I think he was trying to entertain the idea that maybe he could have. So, Well, that was another one of
2: the reasons why it took us so long to record this episode because we were trying to fit him as well because he really wanted to join in
0: yeah yeah and he's been you know like we've all been doing stuff he's doing stuff we've got i think he's gone overseas in two weeks so uh yeah. you know he's very happy that i'm up to momoa stages of stargate atlantis and frankly so am i because even though i've known it's coming it's always been hanging over my head that it's like yeah, yeah this is the show only took you like 17 years yeah it's like you only <laughs> know ford we've all tolerated ford because we know it gets to momoa and i'm yeah. like well Enjoy that because I'm I'm not there yet. And now I am. So um, yeah, it's uh, it's very cool. So um, yeah. and at the same time, very anticlimactic the way this episode ends. You know, it's just sort of he watches the footage, the malt looking at his uh, his home planet. And it's like, oh, so that's it. Yeah, that's it. So it's in ruins. And he walks out. Cut to black. I'm like, oh mm, shit. Yeah. Like, that feels like a yeah, that feels like a reaction and more so a shot that you end on on an established character, not someone that you only met for 30 minutes of a 40 minute episode so mm. um, it kind of feels like if you didn't know better you probably would already be asking the questions with the flashbacks at the start and the way that this show or this episode ends now you go oh they're all in on this guy like they're they're just laying those laying out those crumbs for someone who's got a big story and we're going to give him a long time to tell it so it's cool to be more I've only ever known StarGate Atlantis like I, I watched the first episode when it first came out 17 years ago and never watched anything until 12 months ago with you guys. And, um, you know, now I've reached the stargate Atlantis that I dare say most of the fans think about Momoa's is in the cast. So now I'm kind of, I'm finally in on yeah. that crowd, which yeah, is really cool
2: for me. Season, season two and three of Atlantis is peak. I've always said that that's, mm. Peak Atlantis.
0: Yeah. It's, it's weird having like had, you know, so many weeks off between our last podcast and, uh, and this week. And I was, as soon as I pressed plates and I thought, Oh shit, I'm already down with our, uh, with our rankings. I'm going to be so lost. And i went, like, no, hang on. We're only a couple of episodes into, into each season. So it's, so it's fine. And I'm pretty sure I remember, you know, how they've all went. And I mean, for the most, you know, I feel pretty positive about, you know, SG one and, and, uh, and the same for, um, for this as well like running three episodes in so uh you know now that he's in it i guess it's kind of like you know a mark in time now it's like you know, pre-mama post-mama so mm-hmm. yeah very cool universe shit. exciting times. oh yeah yeah they cross the universe though, that's hmm. <laughs> i can't believe we actually spoke about that and <laughs> listening back to it i can only rem- maybe remember how i must have felt and it was just you saying words. It's like, oh, this is when <laughs> this is when this planet was invaded, yeah. and blah 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 became a runner. And I'm like, and what Brendan's the- getting all jizzed up about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brendan's loving it. His- Oh, God, that's so cool. I, and I here think I am. That may this, have
2: actually uh, been the first across the universe. Like the whole thing. Yes, yeah, it sounds like yeah. it was. That. Yeah. And it might yeah. meanwhile,
0: I'm that classic, like Lisa Simpson line where I'm like, I know those words, but that sentence doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. it just had no relevance to me. And now it does. Like you said that, like, you replayed that before. And I'm like, oh, I'm Captain America now. I'm like, I understood that reference. Yeah. <laughs> I, get I get it. So, um,
2: yeah. Brilliant.
0: What's the next one? I mean, I know we go back to SG1. Well, but, uh, what's I my- mean,.
2: The last, uh, the last SG-1 episode, you're a little bit disappointed because it was a uh, Vala-heavy episode. So get yeah. ready for some more disappointment, buddy, because <laughs> uh, it's a Vala-heavy episode crossed with corai court scenes. It's the powers that be. Oh, God. Hang on.
0: Now I remember. Our last podcast, I, I came into it going, oh, this is a Vala-heavy episode. And you guys came into it going, oh, man, I can't believe we get this. And then next week we get a Vala Heavy episode. And I was like, (laughs) holy shit, I'm not prepared. So, okay. So So, more uh, more more Vala and then more Mamoa in two weeks. Yeah, but Vala
2: Heavy plus Karai. So. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's better than Korai. True. Yeah, true. Pardon me. It's
1: better than Karai. Better than Just getting COVID on my mic.
2: (laughs) Oh, everyone's good now.
1: Reese still hasn't seen Cora.
2: <laughs> Probably for the nah. best. Yeah. He and I, we
0: made a secret pact uh, that I'm revealing with everyone now. He said no Cora, I said no First Ones. And we're going to die
1: on enough.
2: that hill. So, uh, no, no, you I, I feel were, like
1: you're missing out the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're the one
2: that's suffering there. Before this yeah. podcast is done, I will make you watch First Ones.
0: Yeah. That's You've, seen the it before. Of- You've seen yeah. it before.
2: I know, but not in like 20 odd years. So. <laughs> probably yeah. eight minutes in and go oh i remember like this. one of my favorites this one's yeah. shit and you'd be like Don't you- pretty sure that was my that was my top one for season four yeah, Fairly <laughs> yeah. Certain.
1: pretty great Jesus pretty Christ. great We're we'll
2: make it a patreon nine. exclusive well i'll just yeah. i'll just like tie you down to a couch like pry your eyes open and then just make you watch the first ones on repeat for like four hours okay <laughs> all right. okay. well, speaking Mitch is of, like, uh, oh, I was all excited when he said he was going to tie me down and then it got shit
1: <laughs>
0: Speaking <laughs> of uh, Patreon, our uh, our exclusive, uh, I won't say episode, but our exclusive clip And clip makes it sound short, it's not uh, Before we started recording tonight's um, episode, we just got on and we were immediately chatting about uh, Obi-Wan So we're going from Stargate over to Star Wars And I thought that would honestly be a little five minute like, hey, we watched episode three? It came out yesterday, wow, that's really cool cool how about some stargate we jib it on for a while so um we didn't want to you know, comp- completely derail a, uh, a Stargate podcast with all that Star Wars talk. So uh, that's our Patreon exclusive this week. So if you're not a, a Patreon uh, subscriber, a patron as it would be, uh, jump onto patreon.com forward slash get into gate. If you want to check out our, uh, get, get a, yeah, the get into gate Patreon page to hear us talk about Star Wars. Um, but you <laughs> know, that's where uh, that's where that is. And uh, check Ooh. out what we think of the first three episodes of Obi Wan Kenobi at the moment, and uh, I'll I will tease that I guess that we feel about episode three the way that most of the people feel about episode three. But otherwise, jump onto that. Hear what we thought. Otherwise, Elder Verold podcasts as they are and as they always will be on our. Uh podcasting channels whatever your favorite one is you're probably on it now if you're not already subscribed if you are new jump on like subscribe all that sort of stuff just search get Into gate a stargate podcast or hit us up on the socials um we've been sharing some fun stuff lately which one of you and i dare say it's going to be brendan shared the as amanda tapping commercial about yeah i did was it washing yeah, it jumped powder? on twitter
2: yeah yeah, if, it, someone if, it's tweeted on, it about... if it's on Twitter, so they have to say it's not me. Okay, that's true. <laughs> I forgot about the rule. Yeah. Um, um,
1: someone shared, uh, someone from the Stargate fandom, which I follow, um, shared a Reddit page of, of the commercial of Amanda Tapping doing some laundry detergent.
2: Hopefully, there'll be some but scenes on. of her from that elevator movie that we can put up as God, well. yeah.
1: <laughs> the lift. Yeah. <laughs> JB. <laughs> and um, um, guys please subscribe to the youtube channel that's where it's going to be in the future so
2: yeah um it's true that it's
0: all happening. working on
1: other content on that channel as well so jump on board if you want if you can't afford to jump on patreon just subscribe to youtube
0: yeah super easy Brilliant. We'll take the Do support it. we uh we appreciate it all actually one thing you know if you want to drop us a line get into gate at gmail.com or on the the DMs i threw it around to you guys in our uh, in our private chat about a week ago but a good friend of mine at work she's a uh, marriage celebrant and she said she she yelled out to me now mind you we've been doing this podcast for what six years i've been working with Ange for 11 so I've been working with her longer than I've been doing this podcast. We've been doing this podcast up until COVID. We we're doing it once a week, and sure, we've taken a hit the last two and a bit years, but uh, we've still been doing this podcast. And she yells out to me across reception, "Mitch!" And I duck my head and I say, "Hey, she's hey, just a yeah, a question. Are you do you uh do you like Stargate?" And I sort of like a dog that is its own name. You know, like my <laughs> dead set, like my posture corrected. I think my tail started wagging a little bit. And I honestly, <laughs> then I started looking for the hidden cameras because I'm like, well, obviously I am. Like, what are you, what are you? It's like calling me But uh, she said, uh, yeah, you're a Stargate fan. I'm like, yeah. Yeah. For,
1: yeah, for more than half the time I've known you, yeah. I've been doing yeah. a Stargate podcast,
2: weekly podcast at work. At work. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't, I, that, I that she asked me about two weeks earlier when she married my niece and her fiance.
0: Yes, I know, right? I'm like, I think you know that I am, but where are you really going with this? <laughs> yeah. and, um, and then she said, oh, I'm marrying a couple that are really massive fans and I'm trying to work like huge fans and I'm trying to work that into um, the ceremony. I said, okay, before you go on, it's definitely gate, right? Like it's not track or not wars because you don't want to start some shit if you get this wrong, because <laughs> she's not a sci-fi. She barely watches anything fiction. No. You know, she doesn't, let alone
1: yeah. sci-fi. I remember when you, when you blew she, her mind. What did she think about with... the Icarus documentary? Did she like that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right.
2: I'm sure she'd be all over it, yeah. I remember <laughs> when you blew her mind with that Yoda quote, and she was like, whoa, that's my inspirational quote of the day. That's right.
0: I did feed... That was going to be a thing that I was going to try and do. We must have had holiday straight after, because I just flat out forgot. But I said mm-hmm. something, yeah, Yoda-ish to her. might have even been as simple as do or do not. It was. It was do, yeah, right. there was not try, do right. or do not there. No try, and she's like, Oh my god, I'm like you know, tattooed it <laughs> on her leg or some shit. Going, Mitchell, you're like some kind of like. You know, Buddhist monk. That was like amazing. I was so it was so like inspirational. And like, yeah, you know that that was about like a two foot alien though, right? Who's a puppet? Um, but she said, uh, "Yeah, she wouldn't was it be great if for- she did get a tattoo?" And <laughs> yeah. everyone's like, "Oh,
1: you're a Star Wars fan." No. <laughs>
0: no. Oh, I, I, I'm sorry to tell you that you are. Um, and uh, yeah, she said this couple who are Brisbane, you know, based in Brisbane, like uh, like we are here at the podcast, and um, and I'm like, oh. They might be fans. Like I'm a fan of Stargate. I'm a fan of Star Wars. I'm a fan of superheroes. I don't know that I necessarily needed them involved in my wedding, despite getting married on May the 4th, but I didn't necessarily (laughs) need it to be part of the ceremony or anything like that. But um, she said, no, no, no. When I asked them to fill out like what their shared interests are and who they are as people and blah, blah, blah. One of the things that they wrote down is that every night, every night they watch an episode, um, whether it's like right before bed, but it is a daily ritual that they at least watch one episode together. And I'm like, well, if that's a shared thing, that's amazing. Like I, I can't even imagine. And I said that to Sarah, my wife, that night, and I'm like, I can't even imagine us watching, sitting down, and watch like an episode of Stargate together. And we watch TV together all the time, but I can't imagine just sitting mm-hmm. down and going, well, we have to watch this. And once we finish it, we're just going to start all over again. So um, she was looking for little, little bits and pieces that she could use uh, in the ceremony that was Stargate ish, you know, some in context of in jokes or whatever references. And I'm like, okay. And I threw it open to you guys and um, you guys came back firing, which was really good. And you know what we, I'm trying to think of what we were saying now, you know, it was, Mm. you know, simple stuff like, you know, you're the,
2: Oh, you, you know, you're the Matouf to my, my R Yeah, stuff the, like that,
0: right? And she really yeah. liked that. And, and and in particular, she's like, oh, what's what And I'm like, it's more like an SJ. It's more like a Jolinar. And she's like, right. And I'm like, okay, um... I'm gonna not. How much time <laughs> have you got? She's just tell me what it means. I said, and I actually, yeah. I actually can't tell you what this means. I was gonna put in some like giving you the history, some Jafar like, phrases, and then yeah. I was like, no, mm. Jando's not gonna be able to pronounce no. Jafar. And,
2: and I said to him, you like, okay.
1: shell
0: check his nemron.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I said, all right, um, okay, okay, right, okay. So there's you and me, right? We're humans, right? We're people, right? We're humanoids. She says, Yeah, yeah. Like that's very easy to understand. I'm like, now in Stargate, there are these race of creatures, and they're basically like like big slugs. Like they're let's just go with slugs, okay? Big slugs. And she's like, Oh my god. And I'm like, No, that's not the crazy part. <laughs> um, now there's,
2: there's slugs in the human world too. Yeah, so some not not really stretching things so far. You
0: like, now I don't know that this bit's important, but okay, the main slugs. They're the bad guys, but there's also a good branch of those bad guys. Anyway, let's focus on the good guys. Uh, Either those way, slugs go in the mouth. Yeah. They take yeah. over people just <laughs> the same, right? Like um <laughs> take it in the mouth. <laughs> they, they, take, <laughs> yeah. they take over. Now, the thing is, you know, they're sentient, right? They take the bad guys, take over oh, bad, take over bodies. They want bad things, right? But the good people, they're symbiotic, uh, right? So they're working with the people. They just live. They're a host. They, they need them to live. And uh, anyway, it doesn't really matter but um (laughs) uh, as soon as mitch tells you that i I love stargate i love
2: stargate but mitch you're losing me like (laughs) believe
0: me when i say this is taking longer than it did with her because i the only thing it took long is when i actually had to look at her and go i don't want and you're asking me the question and i don't want to answer it because it it needs to take time on (laughs) my you you and i we're in love okay but our slugs they're also in love with us, but hey, you die. Your human body die. Mm, sad. Your slug goes into another human woman body, but because of our shared love, it is so strong. The slug love is so strong. Well, your new, <laughs> your, your new human, your new human is now in love with me, and me. I'm now in love with you, even though I've never seen you before, because I loved you so much via the shared. They just love each other. It's a very strong love okay sure she dies but it's mm-hmm. strong love and i don't know what she's okay yeah that's a good one um, i might roll with that i'm like <laughs> i feel like you what said he like? yes Way she's, too quick. No, she she loved it, but the thing is, she said yes so quickly that I'm like, I feel like you're gonna miss out on some really key yeah. details. She's gonna say <laughs> I'm slug love in the ceremony, isn't <laughs> she? It. And now, mind you, I said slug love tonight. I didn't say slug love last week. Oh, I wish that I did. It. I would yeah. have hashtag slug love. That could have been. That's like like gotta be a thing. <laughs> in each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I reckon she's just gonna go out there and go. Ah, oh, you know, it's just like Jolnar and 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 martif you know, yeah, or something, yeah. and um, yeah. Even in death, you will love each other. and Be like, mm, no, that's not what I meant when yeah. I said that. So, um, you know, to hey, if anyone else has got any, I know we didn't give all our examples. We gave one, but you know, if you guys have got any like great, uh, you know, romantic lines or something yeah, that you I might think there was hear a like, um, say at a wedding, Stargate related, send them in to us, he's and he's I would got the love to suggest key to her
2: iris or something like that. Was one yeah, yes, yeah, something. Yeah. I, I think some, One of
0: one of you guys said, um, now this this relationship is like is like like Chevron 7 it's locked in or something yeah, like you know we had, we have a, we had a bit yeah. of fun with actually yeah recent particular he he really for someone that obviously hasn't been with us on the podcast for a number of episodes he got right in and involved with uh, making <laughs> someone's wedding ceremony stargate related <laughs> so if you've got anything jump into our DMs and I'll pass them over because I would we'll love nothing up. more than these people knowing that get into gate and the get into gate wider yeah. audience helped right their ceremony for them Ho- especially
2: Hopefully she'll send them the fans. link to the podcast so that they can Well, listen.
0: hopefully they're uh, I kind of hope that they're already listening to the podcast that if they're if they're big fans and they're Aussies and we're Australian and we're big fans and we live in the same city, but maybe not. This might be their in on the podcast. And it would
2: Jando Jana does do a great job. You actually would have loved it because I know it's a bugbear for you, but uh twice during my niece's uh wedding ceremony, Thor the Dark World and How Crap It Is was brought up. Oh my god. <laughs> because, and She didn't ask me once about that. Because um Jesse and Chloe's first date was Thor the dark world that was their very very first date and now right. they're married how old well does that make all of us feel that a young like teenagers went and saw <laughs> Thor the dark world for their first date and now they're married
0: yeah like but also they're, how they're, old does it make the franchise sound that like now almost the first movie they'll see as a married couple is another Thor film yeah been, <laughs> so I'm um, yeah well. there, was,
2: there was I think in had a reference of like well you know hope, hopefully their their marriage will be will we will age better than Thor, the dark world or something like that. It was, it was
1: mm. I'm not watching that movie again.
0: Cause I enjoyed it when I first watched it.
2: <laughs> you know what, Me too. I've, I've been a big defender
0: of that movie for about 10 yeah. years and I've, I've never seen yeah. it a second time. <laughs> I, I giggled both
2: times. It was brought up. Is Jenna brought it up in her part. And then literally Jesse made it part of his vows. Oh, I was wow. like, who, who references Thor, the dark world in your wedding vows. But she's I was proud. Cause he's wow. such a sweaty. Yeah. <laughs>
1: That's um, hilarious.
2: But I don't know I thought I thought of you both times and giggled because I'm like Mitchell. would be so annoyed that they're shit canning Thor: The Dark World. <laughs> well, all right. Well, that's episode 195. We'll be
0: back for episode 196 because that comes right up to 195, okay. and uh, we'll be back to discussing more Vala. And what's it called uh, again? This one I want the... to call it Duet, but uh, that's the next episode of yeah, no,
2: SGA. The powers that be.
0: Good. Good to mm, the no. powers that
2: bind us. The powers that be, boring as fuck. <laughs> Get into geek.